0: Game on. Hello, internet. I'm DC and welcome to Fantasy Football USA, American-based fantasy football vlog, blog, podcast, whatever you want to call it. Not your American garbage, you know, the one with the quarterbacks and their wide receivers and that kind of stuff. Uh, You know, I'm talking about football with feet, uh, otherwise known as something like, something similar to Mocha, but with an S. Each and every week, I'll preview, review, and summarize the fantasy football world and offer my input. Now, let me get this one thing straight. I've never played this sport professionally, and I don't claim to be an expert. It's just merely my opinion. What makes this concept different to all the other fantasy football blogs out there? Uh, well, I'm actually based in the United States, so I can catch each and every Premier League game on the TV. Um, and it's it's uh, you know something that I've never had whilst living in England, um, but there is one downside, and that and that is the fact that I'm actually a Blackburn Rovers support and we're stuck in the Championship, so... Uh, come on Rovers get yourself back in there so we can enjoy watching you each and every week um, so uh, and also that the reason another little sidebar is the fact that because I'm a Rovers fan I can uh, you know look at Premier League teams and players and give an unbiased opinion because I'm not really bothered what happens to, to the players there um, obviously there's some players and teams i despise more than others but it's just uh, to be more you know in all intents purposes, I'm pretty straight as they come. But anyway, let's uh, you know kick off the show. Reviews. Well, after the opening week's fixtures, fantasy football teams across the globe have been transferring players in and out of their squads. One of the players to endure a shocking opening week to the season was Chelsea's numero uno Courtois, who was an instant pick as goalkeeper. However, 116,000 uh, squads around the globe have given him the boot on his opening after his opening day red card. Joining him on the exit list is Layton Baines, as he suffered an injury that could keep could, could keep him out long term. Over 100,000 teams had had the England player in their squads. As for players coming in, Joe Gomez had a blinding week from Liverpool. Uh, you know, uh, so 82,000 teams have brought him in, the, the young player, the young defender. Um, you know, opening you know the summer transfer from Charlton came in, cracking debut against Stoke. Um, so and joining him are manchester united matteo damian and leicester city's riad mayers with both 69000 uh, squads bringing in those two players in so i actually saw the, the man united game it was amazing well it wasn't the greatest game but damian i thought was was the pick of the pick of the bunch up there and i do to be honest would be a forty man match um, so uh, he he's, looks like he's a cracking uh, prospect for united so, going on to point leaders now, so, it's been a, you know, for me, I didn't have the greatest ever, and a lot of all of the uh, experts out there suffered a similar fate, you know, some of the bigger hitters, such as, you know, Eden Hazard, and, um, you know, David Silver, well, David Silver did, I did okay, but, you know, some of the big boys, uh, Czech, you know, they didn't really fare that well, so, um, you know, it wasn't the start that everybody was imagining, so, but on the other hand, some of the uh, you know, middle-of-the-road players really did excel. So let's just have a look at that now. So in goal, for example, West Ham's Adrian picked up a nice 11 points on the opening week with uh, you know Manchester United's backup keeper uh, Romero. He earned a respectable eight points in the uh, opening fixtures. And then we move into defence. Uh, Manchester City's Vincent Company. he leads the pack with 14 points. And the aforementioned Joe Gomez, not far behind with 11 points. So, you know, it just shows how good a opening start he had. And to be honest with you, when, uh, when I saw the transfer uh, over the summer of Gomez from Charlton to Liverpool, I didn't think he would be uh, instant uh, straight into the first team. But now, after that start, you know, Rodgers can't, can't afford to drop the guy. Especially for the recently upcoming games. You know He might you know, stick out, stick it out stick it out with Gomez for 4-5 games but if he played like in those 4-5 or games if he did at Stoke yeah Kraken signing in the intimate field now another man City player leads the line with 16 points he was the player of the week Yaya Toure and then not far behind him also uh, Leicester City duo Ryad Mahrez I mentioned him and uh, Mark Albrighton they both came uh, knocking on the door behind Toure with 15 points Moving up front now, the strikers. The opening weekend saw Everton's Aruna Kune picked up 11 points, and he was only on the pitch 28 minutes. You know, so for 28 minutes of football, we bagged 11 points. I think it was a goal and assist. Uh, Papa Sise also you know, he, he did a he had a opening um, cracker with the nine points. And West Ham's United's uh, uh, Mario Zarete he came in third with eight points. So. Uh, so uh, let's just have a quick look at the, the opening week dream team. So as I said, Adrian in, defen- uh, Adrian in goal, defensive company, Gomez, Delaney from Crystal Palace, and Amavi from West Ham. And then we take a look at them. The, they've got a five-man midfield here with Yaya Toure, Albrighton Mares from Leicester City, Kabayi of Crystal Palace, and A.U. of Swansea. And they've gone with a low striker from Kone. And if you picked all those boys and put them all in the right spots, you would have racked up 131 points. Uh, but that's not including any bonuses or uh, captain's points. Team Selection. Now, let's go take a look at my boys here. We, uh, as, like I said, we did not have the this opening week. Um, but I did meet the uh, average, the weekly average score. So, um, And that's going to be my target from here on in. Just to try and meet or exceed the... Um, the the weekly average so I think uh, that it knocked up about 34 points for the, for the average but anyway my highlights for the for the first week were Richards in defense he was my main man uh and he knocked up eight points um joining him was the big bad Rudy Gusted with a debut goal he clocked up six points from the substitute bench and a uh, big shout out to Talich at Southampton he also knocked up six points for me so that was a uh, you know uh, uh they were my strong performance you know, so who's the most popular player on the in the whole fantasy football selection right now that honor goes to Eden Hazard who's been selected by a whopping 56 percent of all the fantasy teams in the in the in the in the competition as for one of the least selected spare a thought for Matt Jarvis he'll cost you five million but uh, he's already picked up a point but he's not been selected by anybody right now so you know um, you know, I, I believe he's going to get game time, but nobody really takes takes has uh, got a fancy for him. So, there he will remain un unselected. And also, uh, on in a similar vein, James of Crystal Palace, he picked up five points, but only 720 teams have selected the guy. You know, that's uh, there's some there's some points out there to be won. And you just need to find them. You know, get, find these little diamonds in the rough that uh, you know, that can boost you, as, especially in your mini leagues. You know, you might be looking at some some competitors, and they have the same players—the hazards, the Czechs, the Agueros. You know, there's going to be a couple of you know hidden gems out there, like MacArthur, five points. Um, and if you pick them up, you never know—you might squeeze ahead. Um, so it is tinker time. I did start with a modest 34 points, like I said, but and, and I feel a lot of my key players didn't really perform on the day. So uh, I, I'm going to stick. Stick with the tried and trusted uh, majority of them. But I did. uh, I I am going to make one transfer, and that is uh, Ki-Sung-Yong. I'm going to get rid of him from Swansea. And I'm going to bring in West Ham midfielder Chikotu Coyote. Easy enough for you to say, that's all I can say. Uh, But the tinkering doesn't stop there. I've also decided to switch up my formation from a 4-3-3 to a more attacking-minded 3-4-3. And I whip the captain's armband off and i'm gonna give it straight to the noob coyote now uh, i'm not not gonna play any of my bonuses this week i'm gonna save them for later but how will my boys do just have to wait and see for the weekend's action merson predicts okay moving on let's take a look at this coming week's action but before we do that let's take a look back at last week's action each week we uh we take a look at the sky sports pundit paul merson he gets a bit of a hard time with his predictions i thought i'd uh I'd see just how correct he is. So um, you know, each week I'll compare my predictions to Mr. Merson and just see how we fare. So, let's take a look. As you can see, um, this is last week's results. I've got them up there, this is what actually happened. You see Man United 1, 1-0, Bournemouth Villa, 1-0 to Villa, all square between Everton Watford 2-2, Leicester City 4, Sunderland 2. Norwich 1, Crystal Palace 3, Chelsea 2, Swansea 2, Arsenal 0, West Ham 2, it was a bit of a shocker, Newcastle 2, Southampton 2, Stoke 0, Liverpool 1, West Brom 0, Man City 3. So, let's take a look at what we thought. Now, um, as you can see there, you know, we, there was a lot of differing results. A couple of them were, you know, both Merson and myself predicted the same, and... Um, Bottom, there's a little mini table showing Merson, or Mr. Paul Merson, coming out on top this week with uh, two bang on results. He got the um, got the Man United Spurs game correct, and he also got, um, let's take a look here, what else did he get correct? He got the Crystal Palace Norwich game spot on. So well done, Mr. Merson. Over to myself. I picked out one result, bang on, and that would be the Newcastle 2, Southampton 2, the draw there. Into the next column, it's uh, it's the, the the games that we predicted the correct outcome. So um, again, Merson came out on top. He got three, I got two, um, and you know we don't we don't you know count the ones he's already gotten points for. So he predicted Everton would win. Uh, so that's wrong. Um, he predicted Leicester will win, so he gets a he gets he gets a point for that one. He also uh, predicted that Man City would win. He gets a point for that one, and he also predicted that. Um, this his other point here? He also predicted a draw between Newcastle and Southampton. Myself. On the other hand, I predicted two uh, extra games, and I got the um, and I got the Man City game, and I also picked out the Crystal Palace result as well. So there, that's where my points come in. So he's got a four-point lead on me after week one. So as we kick on to next week's um, matches, um, let's just take a look at them now. So, as we look, for, look forward to the opening fixtures, first game coming up on Friday, Villa-Man United. Both Mercer and myself have gone for a 1-1 draw. Uh, the next match, Southampton-Everton. But we're both going for a Southampton, Southampton victory. The next match, we're both going for a tie. So it's like, it's pretty similar, uh, similar pickings. The ends are a little bit different. Um, next game, Sunderland-Norwich. I've gone for a Sunderland victory. or uh, he's gone for a 2-2 draw. Swansea-Newcastle, we've both gone for Swansea. I've gone 2-1. He's gone 2-zip. Next one, Watford-West Brom. I'm going for a tie, 1-1. He's going for a 2-1 victory for Watford. Then we're moving on to West Ham Leicester. I've gone 3 1 West Ham. He's gone 1 2 in favour of Leicester. The Crystal Palace Arsenal game. Both gone for Arsenal. I've gone 2 1. He's gone 3 1. Man City Chelsea. Both gone for a 1 1 draw. And then in the final game, Liverpool Bournemouth. I've gone 3 0. He's gone 3 1. So let's see. We'll see how well we uh, shape out at the end of the, the weekend's fixtures. Match of the week. So moving on to this week's fixtures, each and every week I highlight one particular matchup that I feel is classed as match of the week. I'll then turn the clock back and showcase the team's ultimate 11. Now bear in mind we're only talking about players in the Premier League era, and this week our featured match is Manchester City versus Chelsea. So let's kick off with a closer look at my Manchester City dream team. Now Manchester City have not been in the uh, major player in the Premier League for that long, um, so it would be easy enough to pick you know, the majority of their starting elevens from the from the two Premier League uh, successes over the years. However, I've opted for a mixed mixed approach. In goal, despite all my preaching, there's not been a better goalkeeper for Manchester City in the Premier League lifetime than current number one, Joe Hart. So that was a no brainer. In the defence you know, we're gonna see uh current defensive pairing of Zavalletta and Vincent Company, you know, can't, can't argue about those. Valletta uh, has, has been outstanding for you know, three or four years. Uh, Vincent Kompany's a rock. Uh, but joining him in the centre of defence, I've gone for uh, former Manchester City mainstay Richard Dunn. And finally, across the back line, I went with current Aston Villa skipper Mika Richards. So... I'm not a Manchester City fan by far. They're one of my lesser fave teams in the Premier League. So, you know, you can, you can argue with me all you like, but that's who I feel will bring you the, the defensive line up there. Uh, I've opted for three man midfield for Manchester City. First up, Spaniard David Silva. He starts in my trio, and joining him, Premier League greats, Georgie Kinkladze and A.R. Blokovic. You know, I feel that's a, a quite attractive, creative trio. Um, you know you can argue maybe Yaya Torre could get in there um, and they, they do have some other tempting offers but I opted for those three. Up front I've gone for uh, another three and uh, we have the GOAT on Gota you know without his out goals City would have you know where would they be right now um, and joining him I've got current goal machine Sergio Aguero and alongside him fellow Argentinian uh, Carlos Tevez so that's my Manchester City dreamer dream team uh, kicking on to the uh, Chelsea side now again they had the not the greatest life in the Premier League in the early years um, but they have been dominant in the last decade or so so in between the sticks I went for ex numero uno Peter Cech now at Arsenal in the back four I up for Marcel Desai, John Terry Ricardo Cavallio, and Ashley Cole you know that's a pretty tasty defense if I don't say so myself um into midfield, I went for a four-man midfield consisting of Lampard, Zola, Ian Hazard, and Iron Robin, and that's pretty pretty tasty, right? You know, mid 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 middle of the park, and up front, I went for gold machines Didier Drogba and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbaink. Right now that is a powerful eleven. So that concludes this week's uh, Match of the Week Dream Team. Final whistle. And finally, that wraps up episode two. And before I go, I want to let you know that if you're watching on YouTube, you can click on uh, and you want to keep up to date with Fantasy Football USA, just click on the subscribe button. Uh, And if you're also listening out there and you're not not bothered with YouTube, I am on Twitter, I am on Facebook. So uh, look me up and uh, follow me or whatever they do. uh, Like me and uh, you'll, you'll be updated whenever I release another show. Until then, keep watching the football and let's see how the boys do. Ciao.